0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Fortress Comic News, episode 77. I am one of your hosts, Chris, with the return, triumphant return of Mike. Triumphant is, uh,
1: uh wow. <laughs> what an adjective to describe this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I was away for the last episode. Um, great episode. I haven't listened to it yet, <laughs> Great episode, everybody! Sorry, no, it was a good one. Um, I actually, I didn't know. I didn't know it got posted. I would have listened to it on the plane. Um, I actually saw it today and got really excited for it. Yeah, it was uh it was fun. So there's a little something we got to share with everyone of how that encounter happened. We were actually approached Fortress of Comic News LLC, Incorporated. Whatever I don't know. Whatever, one day trademark. Um was actually approached uh by the editing company or publishing company. Publishing company, yeah. For her to be on the show, which is like hold hold the hold the phones, everyone. Like, <laughs> we got approached to be on our show. What? You mean I wasn't like Chris didn't have to go through the backdoor channels to get Robert Venditti on here? Like oh man it feels good it feels good we uh i just want to take a second we want to thank everybody everybody for listening i mean man it it was nice it was nice not have to hunt someone down for once (laughs) hey maybe you never know i don't know next month we might have a queue of people like like could you imagine like when you're telling oh sorry we can't pencil you in to like august 5th you know oh that's gonna feel good man wow and then you're going to get so many guests, you're going to be like, okay, well, now I need to hire a secretary. And that's when we get an office. For,
2: and then for, I
0: quit my job and you quit your job. <laughs> I, I can see it now. Let's start with uh, getting the thousand subs on YouTube so okay. we can monetize. All right. All right. Start small. Thousand subs on YouTube. If you're listening
1: on <laughs> iTunes, please open YouTube subscribe. Okay. We'll get on with the show now. I'm just, I have, I'm excited. It's been a while. Um, we've got some news here. I don't oh, really yeah. care about the news. I just wanted to talk to Chris for a little bit, but, um, yeah, so
0: well, I, I've got some news.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Chris has some, I should be interviewing Chris is what I should be saying. Um, Chris has been working on a little project called, uh, battle, battle monsters. And what I didn't know, I actually, uh, our buddy Steve, I was with him, um, uh, yesterday and I was like hey, did you hear Chris is doing this thing? And it's awesome. And he was like, oh, dude, he told me about that, like, that idea, like, two years ago. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, he, he only told me, like, last month. <laughs> I was like, what? How am I out of the loop?
0: <laughs> Anyways, I was a little hurt. Um, I feel like we I, talked about it on the show, like, at least a year ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, didn't, I guess I didn't realize you had the idea for Battle Monsters for a while, right? it's been a long time yeah that's awesome i didn't
0: know like it's, it was such a passion project by you like i guess i don't know it's cool it's it's one of those things where like i it was like this would be a cool idea and i'm pretty sure i pitched it a bunch of times just to friends and whatnot yeah but uh was always like i eh, said friends and he didn't <laughs> pitch it to me until like the last i said friends not <laughs> close <co-host>. um <laughs> Oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I was like, yeah, but I'm not a writer. I can't do it. Oh, and uh then we started doing the show and mm-hmm. we talked to people and I was just like, man, I could probably do that. So I went down and I wrote it and then I was like, man, this is gonna be expensive. I'll never get it done. But at least I wrote the script, right? Yeah. And then saved up some money and did some things and. Here we are. I found somebody who does amazing work. Yeah, the uh, art's great so far that you've been sharing. Wow. Yeah. And uh, actually, all the people involved do amazing work and they're very, very affordable. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, it's coming together. Uh, we got two pages penciled and inked. Actually, no, four pages penciled and inked. You just sent me the last two. He's up to page eight on layouts, and wow. uh, I've already sent stuff out to the color colorist. And yeah, so dude, that's so awesome! Come on, man, this is great. Like, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way how to get this thing printed now because that's expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the printing is yeah. But uh, so, is that the news, you guys? Are, that's that's where we are right now. Yep, and uh, we're call. Well, I'm calling the publishing line, Tropical Gold Comics. Love it! I love it. It's uh, awesome. So if I this works and I can do more. Any hey, help? if if you need me to like re-
1: re- read or edit or something, I just want to. I want to like. I want to put my name under like ed- editorial. Okay, there will be a special thanks to you. I can promise you that. I have no contribution at all. You don't have to put my name on there. It's fine. <laughs> I I contribute nothing to the project, but. Um, I'm actually really excited for it. I can't wait for, you should, what you
0: should do is, when you get it, you should just do a Kickstarter to get it printed. I'm looking into things. That's one of the ideas I have. Um, yeah. And I should say that uh, the our friend who does all of the artwork for Forge Comic News, Yep, she is uh, doing, she did the logo for Tropical Gold and she's doing the logo for uh, Battle Monsters as well. So she's a part of it as well desiree desiree doing some awesome artwork yes so uh the only thing i'm looking for right now is someone do a cover because i wanted a cool cover for your for battle monsters
1: yes for issue one so you hear that anyone anyone who's artistic and wants to do
0: the cover for chris right now i'm thinking about just offering it to the guy who's drawing the book does that make yeah. sense? Yep. <laughs> I, I
1: personally didn't
0: get Frank Quitely to do it. but <laughs> I mean, I, I sent out some emails to Frank Quitely, but he's, you know, he's too big shot for me. Yeah, oh, um, well, <laughs> just <a> big shot. <laughs> Doesn't want to draw Chris's book. Well, you know what? You just lost your slot in the show
1: there, sir. And quite frankly, <laughs> what has Frank Quitely done lately? Let's talk about that. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I'm, I, I'm called Doomsicle. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm joking though. I I I love your art, Frank Quigley. Don't don't be <laughs> mad. <laughs> okay, so let's uh let's let's slide into the news. I don't have any way to segue into this. Um, so you know we, we with the end of Invincible, we were expecting maybe an HBO show, some type of live action stuff, but uh, apparently Amazon has ordered an eight episode. Series of Invincible, but it's animated. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. You're excited. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I know what's gonna happen. People, people are gonna watch it and be like, "This is like this is Dragon Ball Z." <laughs> like, I feel <laughs> like I feel like it needs to be live action. I don't know. Some of, some of those panels, I I would just like, yeah, it would be cool. Okay, it's a cartoon, like an adult cartoon or something. But I can't see them
0: doing this any other way than an anime, right? Yeah, there's still like rumors of a a movie coming out from Seth Rogen. Oh, no, or, that would be sick. But I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah, my only thing with this is like. It's not like doing a Spider Man cartoon where you can kind of tell your own story. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. They're just gonna retell the comic, so I'll check it out. Hopefully it's good. Um maybe it'll intrigue me in a different way. I don't know, but I'm, yeah, I'm a little weirded about this. Weirded, mm-hmm. now, I should say. Yeah. Um the only way that it would really like get me s- excited is if it like picked up on one of those threads from the end of uh, the series, like one of the kids, the kid invincibles. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. But you know it's just going to be, you know, invincible issue one through eight. <laughs> I mean, why not? They already have a script,
1: right? They have, and storyboards. Yeah, and storyboards. I mean, it's all, they really just have to. It's just going to be a moving comic. Is all this? Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I complain about these things. Speaking of Seth Rogen writing TV shows, uh, Preacher starts back up tonight. Tonight, uh, well, this will be. Preacher has already started by the time we release the show. But don't forget, starts this week, everybody. Season three. Yeah, so we'll be talking about episode one next week. I'm excited. I It's one of those things that, like, it was a pleasant surprise. Because I don't watch, I don't have cables, So it was just, like, an alert that, hey, this is coming up. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen any previews for it yet. I just, I don't want to know anything. I'm just going to go and watching it.
0: Have you seen the ads on the back of DC Comics for it? No, I haven't. I haven't picked up my comics in a few weeks, but I've been been reading them online. It has the dog from season two and it says in dog we trust. Oh, my God. (laughs) The dog is like upside down. It's basically like they took the word God and flipped it. Yeah. Like in very literal sense.
1: That is crazy, man. They're not pulling any punches with that show. No, I'm really excited to have it back. Like I, they put, like they put God in a gimp dog suit. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, they went back and they're like, it was actually him. And I was like, oh God. But I'm sure they were too. They were like, oh, it is God. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. That show. That I am probably. It's probably my favorite show. Favorite show out right now for sure.
0: Yeah. Same here.
1: Um. Okay. Uh, Luke Cage started. Two days ago? Friday? Yeah. Friday, How many wa- episodes have you watched? I think
0: like five or six episodes in. Yeah, what do you think? I, I really like it. Uh, it picks up from where the last season left, uh, so if you like the last season, uh, you'll enjoy this one. It, I mean, it technically picks up after uh, Defenders because they do talk about that whole incident, but uh, I really like it. It takes that whole, like, Hero for Hire theme and runs with it, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's kind of that like that mantra of you know when you're on top and somebody's gonna come along that's faster, stronger, better than you, and kick you down, and you have to get back up. Um, And the music throughout it is amazing. Uh, I don't know where they find these people, but they have some really cool music throughout it. So I'm really enjoying it. I've only watched the first ten minutes,
1: but just the tone set from the first ten fifteen minutes of it. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, he just he just doesn't give a shit now. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of like what we were waiting
0: for, right? Um, and the villain is a Jamaican gangster. So uh, there's a lot a, of Jamaican. He's like a voodoo themes. guy, right? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, he's kind of bulletproof-ish, almost more Wolverine than. Uh, Luke Cage, where he gets shot and it doesn't like penetrate him, but it still hurts him. Yeah, and then yeah, he uses like voodoo crap to um, heal himself. So, hmm. but it, it's very interesting. Cool. Yeah, I'm. Def- I'm gonna definitely finish watching it. I just gotta
1: catch up on it. Um, have you seen Jurassic World Two? Came I out.
0: Did. What'd you think? I liked it. Uh, it's it's very much a summer popcorn movie, like it's not yeah. gonna be on my top five at the end of the year, yep, um, but I did enjoy it, and I do recommend seeing it and I'm actually really intrigued by the ending and seeing where they go with the sequel oh they're they're definitely doing a sequel a 3 at the... yeah, you gotta do the trilogy, man, um, that's true, yeah, I mean, you gotta make all that money, right, yeah, but it's a lot i mean it's it's almost a. Uh, was it Jurassic Park 2 where they went to the island and had to capture a bunch of them? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically that. But then they bring the dinosaurs back to the mainland America. Which is exactly how the second one went, I think. Was it? I haven't seen so it so yeah. long. Yeah, one of them, uh, it was,
1: I think it was the second one where they, they come back to, to the, the city
0: okay so yeah it, it takes a lot from that I mean it's it's nothing original it's nothing groundbreaking mm-hmm. but it's a fun action movie it takes a lot of the stuff from old uh, Jurassic Park movies and kind of brings them back um you know the new dinosaur create creates really cool so I mean it's, it's worth seeing I don't know if I'd run out and see it in theaters but it was fun cool um yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to get around to seeing it.
1: Uh, when I was on the plane, I rewatched Justice League. Um, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Watched that again. Um, and the, the scene where they, they fight in the the throne room was still as epic as ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I really, you know, I watched it again, and I, I keep seeing all this hate for um, Rose. And I really, I don't mind her during the movie. Uh, I don't, I mean, yeah, they're, they're like mission in the movie. We talked about already their mission in the movie is kind of pointless and stuff, but I thought it was still cool to see like the environment, other planets and stuff. Um, I mean, I've watched the movie like nine times. already. So of course I liked it, but, uh, then I watched lady bird because just to round out all the Oscar movies I watched because I've already done shape of water, water woman, uh there's the other ones oh uh Blade Runner and then um and then Ladybird. it was really good uh it's definitely like an indie film just it's about a girl graduating high school in early 2000s so it's kind of nostalgic at some points like you see the way people dress and stuff and you're like oh wow um it makes you like go it t- like takes you back to like with the the music and just how people interacted like the clicks in high school and stuff. It's, it's just kind of her relationship with her family and uh, her parents as she's like going to college. So, or getting ready to leave for college. It's really good. It's fantastic movie. It definitely deserves all the uh, praise and awards that it got. So it's not, not your run of the mill movie that I'd normally watch with like punching and explosions. (laughs) No superheroes. No, no superheroes. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I was mistaken. I thought lady bird was like, I thought she was a superhero, so I was like, yeah, this sounds like my type of movie.
0: Um, But it wasn't. (laughs) I I thought it was about the life and times of Hank Hill's dog, Lady Bird. Yeah, it's not that either. It's unfortunate. Uh, Yeah, I stuck with it, though. I (laughs) thought it could have been the origin story. Like, maybe she puts on a costume at the end of the movie, but no, no such luck. Welcome back, everybody. Today we have a very special guest, Keith Gleason from Reckless Sidekick Productions, known for Heroes Envy and Mighty Mascots. Say hello, Keith.
2: Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for being on, dude. So after the technical difficulties, we got through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also, we, you know, we we try to know a little bit about comics, but we've been we've been getting pretty good at the IT. Stuff we could probably get careers in that we've helped a lot of people out with like troubleshooting internet and device problems.
2: <laughs> I mean, it happens in every interview, it's not just you, yeah. Right? I mean, if you, you guys have a podcast, that's like part of the fun of it, right? Trying yeah. to, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should go to our first few episodes. It was kind of a nightmare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it didn't always start off with like Green Lantern backgrounds, man. They were
0: rocking oh. for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: awesome yeah the original third host was a Red Dead Redemption poster in the background
2: oh really yeah, yeah that was <laughs> which, it yep.
0: which to everyone listening and watching if you were around for those days I went to my parents house that poster is still up in that room it is <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good to know Even they don't want to take it down they're, they're committed to the continuity of keeping the poster in the room from the, the old school days
0: Oh now it's retro, right? Retro,
2: right? Yeah, Yeah. oh yeah, for sure. It's like
0: it's glued to the wall. It's got it's like those old school, if you remember those like squish poster things you'd use to like put them on the the wall. Oh yeah. like squishy putty stuff. Yeah. That's the only poster I used it on, and it just won't come off. (laughs) So my dad just like, fuck it, it's there. (laughs) It's awesome. That's great. But enough about my old basement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Keith, you wrote some comics. So let's start with, uh, let's do real quick on Heroes Envy. I read the first issue. Okay. Um, where did that book come from and what is it for
2: all my listeners? Okay, so let me see if I can do this. Give you guys the short version. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> before that was even a comic book, um, I was... Uh, a co-creator on hero envy the web series so we had like if you can you can see them if you if you're interested on YouTube, yeah. we did about almost 30 episodes with those characters basically um and uh it was kind of like a geek sitcom i kind of it was like predates like big bang Theory, mm-hmm. although i think you know, I'm not a big fan of Big Bang Theory, but like there's a lot of stuff in there that we had in our show, you know. Yeah. But so we we basically stopped doing that, but I I, I still loved making comics. I always loved making comics and wanted to be a comic writer and artist growing up. So I was like, well, let me take these characters that we created and morph it into like a comic book series, you know. Kind of mm-hmm. continue it, make it accessible to new people, you know? Um, And then, like, kind of give people, like, if they love the comic, like, oh, hey, go online. There's, like, 30 more episodes with these characters that you can just watch, you know? Um, So that was sort of the genesis of it. That was, like, my first um, real comic work. And and as you were reading it, I'm sure you could tell, like, some of the references are very dated. (laughs) (laughs) I think we were talking about the death of Captain America and stuff in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's going like circa 2008, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I love the, the watcher stand in too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, it's funny. We, we created it as like a knockoff, but then like it, he became like my favorite character the right. Um, I'll send you guys a PDF. I started a second, um, Hero Envy uh, series. That um, there's a there's a book I'm doing on the side called Reckless Chronicles, which is like um, an anthology book uh-huh. and it's got like three different stories in it. And one of them is a continuation of Hero Envy, and and it was like a knockoff of um, you know, like uh, what was that story they did with Marvel with the Watcher where the Watcher died? Um, oh yeah, where they he was assassinated
1: oh. by Nick Fury. Yes. Right. Yeah, that bullet. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they took his eye, basically. So. Yeah, yeah. They stole his eye. Original oh, yeah. sin. Yeah, original, original sin. sin. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That
1: yeah. was one of the one of the Marvel books I actually watched. So like, this is
2: getting or watched read. I was like, this is getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, so ours is unoriginal sin, and it's. <laughs> the pointer gets his finger cut off, basically, and, <laughs> and the guys are trying to help them find, you know, who did it, you know, so it's like the Hero Envy mystery, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. That yeah, is I'll awesome. Send you guys a PDF of those so you can check it out. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm going to love that.
1: That's
2: great. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I love those characters, and I just kind of, you know, wanted to keep them going, basically, you know? Yeah, and the, the first issue was a lot of
0: fun. but. thank oh, they- the book that really got you on my map, at least, was Mighty Mascots. You did a Kickstarter campaign for it, and now it's out and about. Um, I've given I've given my review on the show, but what's the the pitch and the genesis of that one?
2: Okay, so uh, that one came about in a weird way. Um, it's basically if all the serial mascots from Kellogg's teamed up with like the Kool-Aid man and became like a superhero team basically. Uh And um, they fight like evil mascots (laughs) pretty much. So (laughs) it's a kind of a weird take, but I kind of, I kind of, I kind of pitch it as like a Saturday morning cartoon gone wrong, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, I think that's part of like the charm of it too, is like, it's kind of a nod back to like those Saturday morning cartoon days where you, you know, you would pour yourself a sugary bowl of cereal and just watch cartoons for like five hours, you know, Yeah. Uh like tapping into that kind of like vibe, you know, real fun book, but I also wanted it to be like kind of action packed too, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, the idea for it came in in a weird place. My, uh, my wife bought me this, um, t-shirt from, uh, we have—I don't know where you guys live, but like uh, we have these stores around here. They're kind of like, like lower than Walmart. <laughs> like, <laughs> Walmart you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. She bought me this shirt, and it and it's it basically said Breakfast Club on it, and it had yeah. a, it had like pop, snap, crackle, and pop, and like uh-huh. uh, Tony Tiger and all the all these breakfast cereals, just guys hanging around a bowl of cereal. Yeah. And I'm I'm like I was brushing my teeth one day and I was looking at the, the image and I was like, that would make an awesome comic book, you know. And I started thinking about like what you could do with that, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of went the superhero angle, you know.
1: Uh-huh. That's cool.
2: Yeah, it's really fun and it's kind of I'll I'll give you guys a um something that's happened recently too mm-hmm. since I've done the Kickstarter, is um alterna comics is picking it up oh so, wow yeah so next oh, okay. year the entire mini series is going to be coming out in uh i think may 2019 on their newsprint line i don't know how if you guys are familiar with uh alterna at all um mm. they're uh they're a small press company but they brought they they're kind of in the news again because they brought back newsprint comics oh okay yes. Yeah. yeah yes yeah. Yeah. And they got the, the the cover price down to like a dollar fifty, which is insane. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I know, and I love that. And um, the guy who runs Alterna is around here, and so I started talking to him about the book, and uh, he loved the concept, and he was like, mm-hmm. oh, "This is great. You could do, you know, there's mascots for everything." So yeah, yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so he he so we're doing it as a three issue miniseries, which mm-hmm. is what I was going to do anyways. Yep, and then um. If he, he says if the sales are good, we, I can keep going. I can keep doing like a series, a mini series through them. So that's so cool. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, and, uh, that was awesome. yeah. No, thank you. Congrats. Yeah. You guys got the exclusive. I haven't really talked about that yet, anyway. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so, <laughs> that's so <laughs> cool to hear. I'm really happy because it's like going to be my first real, like, published work oh yeah of comic stores and everything so that is all and it's i and what,
1: what you said about it too and i read it I, I read it today um the first issue and it's like what you do at the end where you you know you bring in those other characters from other booklets and magazines it's like oh man this this won't end you could go anywhere with, with yes yeah, you, I mean, you could bring characters in from any friend like franchise or any type of media to Medium is gonna be awesome.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I, I mean I envision them fighting like the jolly green giant at some point. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the be- all the fast food guys you could do. You oh know? yeah, like oh yes. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Hamburglar, please. Oh, God. please. <laughs> what the heck would Grimace look like, you know? Oh man. Or like <laughs> you know Do you do you <laughs> guys remember? Sanders.
0: Do you guys remember back when? I'm not sure, Keith. How old you are, but Mike, when we were younger, and they had the the group at a uh, Burger King, and it was like all the kids, and one was in a wheelchair, and his name was Wheels. Yeah, remember oh, that? Remember that? Oh
1: my god, <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: That's the first thing that came to my mind is. <laughs> fighting
1: them. Wheels, dude. I that would not. I don't think it'd be acceptable today. Oh for my sure. god!
0: <laughs> look
1: that
2: up on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's oh, ridiculous. Man. The things they got
0: away with back then. Oh, yeah,
2: that must yeah. have been like that. Had to be like 80s, right? Like,
0: no, we're talking uh, in the mid to late 90s. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, uh, mid 90s. Okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was like when Happy Meals, I think, hit their peak. Was like the 90s. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. people were lining up to get the toys and stuff like that. Was that was the prime time for that stuff.
2: Oh yeah, and then they started having like the exclusive toys and all
1: that. You fun can even stuff. do like—I mean, you could do like, uh, well, well, it's mascots, but I mean, you could do like you know NFL teams and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Oh I mean, man, the
2: the potential is crazy. You know. Yeah. I purposely left off the monster cereals. I think they'd be great villains. Oh yeah, Count Chocula and all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. All these guys would be. Yeah. Cool. Um, you know, so there's like a there's definitely. A, you know more potential with the characters. And oh, for sure. When you guys see, I'm I'm in the middle of issue two right now, and I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of um, doing a little more exposition than I did in the first issue. So you kind of takes a step back, and you get to see the big villain behind everything. Okay. Okay. Cool. So it kind of yeah. opens the universe a little more in the second part get to oh. learn more about the crest kids and all that stuff yeah, the crest kids. <laughs> you guys remember them like yes at the, at oh the the- <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah and they showed up and i was like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> those old uh oh my god watching those old jack kirby commercials were amazing you know i was oh, like yeah. these guys would be great <laughs> villains you know yeah i know <laughs>
1: I love how they showed up, too, and they're like, oh, we're not we're not here just to help you guys. They're
2: like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> just a situation going sideways, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and that's what I wanted. I wanted just a fun comic. I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I love a lot of the modern comics, but at the same time, one of the things I don't like seeing in comics nowadays is, like, the lack of action. Like, you know, as great mm. as I love some of these writers, like Tom King and Scott yeah. St- and stuff they love to like cut away from the action scenes like just happening in the comic you know yeah imagine if they did that in infinity war the movie like (laughs) how bad people be you know it's like yeah yeah they're just talking the whole time (laughs) yeah right and it's like and or it picks up after the fight happened and it's just come on i wanted to see that fight you know yeah
1: Yeah, i that yeah, for sure
2: you know it's like kind of i guess the way they just write comics now you know it's just i'm you know i i grew up in the 80s so like you know like every issue of spider-man or batman you picked up it was like you know a little bit of exposition and then you would have the big fight with whatever villain that issue were. yeah uh-huh I kind of missed yeah. that you know that style of writing and yeah it's definitely a lot
1: more um dialogue heavy
2: for sure yeah and, and, that, and it's not a bad thing i guess yeah. but i just, You know, you kind of want like a mix, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. one, you know, but for sure. (laughs) so with, you said you're
0: working on issue two with issue two, does that mean, are you going back to Kickstarter for that? Or is this all going to come through, uh, envy comics now?
2: Um, well, what I'm probably not going to do a Kickstarter for two because, um, when I did the Kickstarter for one, I I was unemployed at the moment. So like I was trying to finish it up so I could, I was basically putting it, putting it together to release it, but also as a pitch to Alterna Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want to stop my momentum, like why, why, I was out of work. So I was like, oh, let me do a Kickstarter. I'm not a big fan of Kickstarter just because, a lot of work and it's a lot of calling in a ton of favors. And then, you know, um, when I got a, when I lost my job, I was halfway through the first issue. So I just needed like a grand to kind of finish it up and, you know, pay the artists and colorists and just get it, you know, get it out there. So um, now that I'm working, I'm trying to pay it out of my pocket so that I don't have to um, go to Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So. But I, it could happen. You never know. Like, if I get buried buried or whatever, I might have to go back. But as of right now, I'm not planning on it.
0: So do you still plan on releasing it through your website then?
2: Um, actually, probably not because okay. I've signed a contract with them already with Alterna. So now it's like they're going to reprint number one on their newsprint. So you guys actually got a, a unique copy. So if wow. any anybody- happens with it it'll be kind of like you know there's only about i think less than 40 of those out there so oh man <laughs> so i mean oh, hopefully maybe it'll be collectible you know <laughs> but yes. yeah so it the way he wants to do it is next may would be the first issue reprinted again on the newsprint line and then he wants to release it bi-monthly after that so it'd be like Was it May, July, and then September? Oh, okay, cool. So I'm hoping to have all three issues in the can before the first one even comes out from them. So awesome. Yeah, so it's coming together. (laughs) So uh, if people want
0: to find Heroes Envy and if Million Mascots is out there right now available, where could
2: they find these books? Ah, geez. Um, well, let me, I'd say, let's, I'd say direct them to my website, um, reckless There's a store section there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have all my stuff on comiXology too. Um, so you can get hero N V. you can get the single issues or you can get the collected edition. Um, and that's a complete story. And there's all there's a few other comics I have like Kid Switch and um, the Reckless Chronicles, and the Reckless Chronicles is the anthology book I was telling you about. I have the mm-hmm. first one there. There's now there's a a Mighty Mascot's uh, story in Reckless Chronicles. It was the original oh, cool. story I had started with Mighty Mascots, which is basically takes place about six months before the issue you guys read. It's oh, okay. Okay. How, they, how they were made, how the masks uh-huh. came to be and how their destinies kind of got tied with, uh, uh, Manny Coleman, which <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if you guys picked up on that. He's supposed to be basically Gary Coleman from different yeah. groups. <laughs> yeah. 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 Different groups. I thought that was
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was awesome. <laughs> That was like, a, <laughs> that was a throwback for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I figured like, why not have a child star as a scientist? You know, <laughs> that kind of gets kind of like a wacky Doom Patrol kind of vibe to it. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: so. <laughs> That's so, cool. but yeah. um, th- there's a mini. I was planning on doing it as like an origin thing first, but when mm-hmm. I first pitched it to Alterna comics, they said. Um, and he's kind of right. He goes, I wanted to see, I want to see a comic with the mascots being the main characters versus this guy. Uh-huh. And I kind of see that because, you know, like if you look at like the Transformers movies as like something, it's like, you don't want to see the humans. You want to see like the Transformers and they never do. Yeah. That. They always do the human yeah. you Yeah, know I mean? they always <laughs> do the human stuff. Yeah, exactly. So like, I was kind of doing that. He kind of pointed it out and I was like, okay, that makes sense. So yep when I did the new number one, I was like, all right, let's just get them out in the field fighting something. And then, and then back to the origin stuff later, you know? So yeah, cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, yeah. uh,
0: Once again, the book's awesome. If you guys want to pick it up, uh, reckless com. And, uh, thanks for being on the show, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks guys. Well, let me say thank you for first picking up the book. I really appreciate that. me uh, get it funded um and thanks again for having me on the show it was a lot of fun definitely yeah maybe we'll have uh, you back on for sure
1: yeah all right comic news um we had some big changes up in the dc offices and executive staff
0: yes
1: uh some reorganization and this is all amidst like All those entertainment weekly photos of Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Have you seen those photos? Yes. Okay, so um, I don't know what I want to talk about first. Let's talk about the photos first. Um, The Aquaman photos look great, right? Yep. I mean, we get to see um, Night Owl uh, being rebirthed as uh, Orm, the Ocean Master. Uh Patrick Wilson. I I completely forgot when I saw these pictures, I completely forgot who was in the movie. Um yeah, Patrick Wilson's playing Orm, which is pretty sweet. Uh and then we got to look uh the first look at Black Mana, and his helmet is like comic Perfect. Yeah, yeah perfect, perfect comic book. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it was like they took the panel from the comic, and I'm like, I, I, I'm so excited for James Wan's Aquaman, you have no idea. Um and then we get to see uh Mara with uh, the character that Willem Dafoe is playing. And then I was like, I got even more excited. I'm like, oh, my God, Willem Dafoe in a superhero movie. Like, yes. Because uh, if anybody remembers, Willem Dafoe played the Green
0: Goblin. Yes. And now he's coming back for DC. And, the, the, most I- walks- huh. and the most iconic action figure fight scene ever. Oh my god, yeah! If you rewatch that, like I'm not shitting on that movie. I love that movie, but yeah, same when, there, when it's Spider Man and Green Goblin talking, it looks like two action figures. Just like <laughs> 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 It's almost as it's like,
1: yeah, it's just as bad as like the the effects in uh, was it um uh, Jingle All the Way, where Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Turbo Man? Like, <laughs> it, it reminds me of that. Like when he's flying with the turbo suit. Like, yeah, that's. <laughs> That suit was not made to move. <laughs> it's just like a face plate that he's wearing. Um, yeah, but the Sam Raimi spider Mans. I mean, I, I love those movies. I really do. We, we've never really talked about them on here, but um, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's going to be an Aquaman. I'm not really sure what character he's playing. I don't know if they've said it, but um, I'm excited for him. I just, any movie he's in. And he's in so many movies too. He's like one of those guys oh, yeah. don't realize he's just in everything <laughs> yeah. that man works. <laughs> like, that's all he does.
0: He's yeah. got to be a setup for like Aquaman 2's villain or something. Cause he's always the villain. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean like he has like the conniving smile, dude. Like it's, he's got
1: the evil smile every time. Um, I really like this character in John wick, the first John wick, like the, the older assassin who's kind of just retired, chilling in a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> i love that character um anyways yeah so those pictures are cool the wonder Woman pictures we finally got uh the move we know i mean officially from the pictures it's set in 1980s yeah which is pretty sweet um you know you have the the whole x-men saga where they were set in the 80s and days future past um which is pretty cool so now we're gonna see dc's take on it right um and it looks awesome the two photos we got one of one woman and the other one of uh spoilers everybody spoilers for wonder woman so skip like two minutes ahead uh steve trevor's back with a fanny pack well yeah and like one of those (laughs) one of those like calculator watches but what's up how how is he back what that's a good question (laughs) um yeah it raises a lot of questions. like of two photos to show, they're like, okay, there's you don't really you don't get anything from the Wonder Woman photo, and then boom, Steve Trevor's back. It's like, what?
0: I've heard like people speculate that's Martian Manhunter, but that's too uh, good of an answer. <laughs> yeah, like well, not even I don't even think that Marvel would have that answer. Like that's just too good. Yeah, so there's got to be something. There's got to be like I don't know, he's a descendant or something. But it's his. Th- it's there's got to be an answer. Great grandson. Someone said uh, something about, like, if they really want to
1: reboot the DC Universe, like, Wonder Woman uses magic or something, like, finds Dr. Fate and goes back in time and saves Steve Trevor. And then, or, like, makes him invincible. And then, like, the rest of the movie is, like, the, the way the DC Universe pans out, like, rebooting it, complete Justice League and everything. And I was like, that that would be the one way you could save the DC movie franchise, dude. <laughs> What? i mean i don't know it's not gonna happen but
0: wonder woman flashpoint
1: <laughs> yes like <laughs> she's like dr fate you need to help me like with your mysticism and he's like yeah no problem blast see ya go to the past and then it's like or you know go to the past to make steve trevor invincible so he like he blows up the plane and then he kind of just falls out of the sky she catches him. they live every, ha- happily ever after boom everybody wins New Batman, new Superman. Well, not new Superman, just new
0: Batman. Somehow they're going to figure out how to make a new Batman out of all that. Well, we're on a tangent off of the original point, but... Have you heard heard the rumor, too, that the Batman is going to be set now in the... um, Who's the guy that's playing the Joker that's not Jared Leto? Oh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. It's going to be set in that universe... So now they're just going to have a separate Batman universe alongside Justice League? Dude, I don't know. I don't know anymore. All I know is... All I know is Steve Trevor's
1: alive somehow. And, like, I think... I think of all the stuff the fans are pissed about, that'll
0: probably be the least. I think they realized they fucked up on that because he should have lived, and that was, like, one of the best parts was their relationship. And I think they realized, like, oh, we need to fix this. (laughs) They're like
1: Wonder Woman saved us. Like this is a lot, thats all we had. Um, yeah. So what were we? Th- oh, yeah. So anyways, the pictures got released. Not that you could. Not that you could know anything from the pictures. That's just us talking about shit. I don't know. The pictures looked awesome. Either way, both yeah. the movies. So I think. I mean, we got what San Diego Comic Con happening in a couple weeks here. Yeah, n- and the next month. And the next month, like a month. And there's, they're rumored to be bringing a trailer or some type of footage of Wonder Woman, I think. And I'm sure, I'm sure we're getting a trailer for Aquaman. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, I think uh, James Wanson said that that's what they're doing with that. Dude, I'm so excited. I can't, like, I know DC's let me down,
1: <laughs> but this time is going to be different. Oh boy, here we go. Anyways. Th- there's been big changes at DC. Um, Jeff Johns is he's stepped down from his role as WB as like the. Uh, the the overall coordinator of like the movies, I guess. Um, yeah. He was basically the Kevin Feige of the DC universe. Yeah.
0: And or the WB. TV
1: universe, I believe. Yeah. So now he's going back to as like a writer for movies
0: and comics. Yeah, so he's still writing, or he still was a part of Wonder Woman. Yeah. And he's writing the Green Lantern Corps movie. So, yeah, he's and that's still like the new that. Yep. He's just not directly in charge anymore.
1: Which I think this is better because now he can, like, do more for these movies, I feel
0: like, hopefully. I th- This is better for multiple multitude of reasons. I, I love Jeff Johns, but I think that a lot of fans put him on a pedestal that he doesn't deserve. And when it comes to movies and TV, like I know he has a background in movies. Like he worked for people and everything, but he's a writer. Yeah. (laughs) He's not like Kevin Feige is. He's a guy that can bring all the pieces together and map things and just make it work. But he depends on other people to do it within the system. I don't think that Jeff Johns that guy. Yeah. And with this we get more Jeff John's written stuff, which mm-hmm. I want. Yeah. For sure.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and I think uh, Jim Lee is replacing him. So
0: Which yeah, just seems like weird moving the problem from one person to another. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't mind, I would like for the- <clears throat> For those two guys and uh, the rest of the DC staff to, like, be consultants on this, Mm -hmm. like, they should be involved. You know, when they did Winter Soldier, Ed Brubaker was involved with the production. Yeah. So, like, bring them in, listen to them, but don't give them final say. (laughs) Yeah. Like, bring in movie people to do this. That's, you know, what they're for. So, I hopefully I'm wrong, but, yeah, it just seems like moving it from one person who shouldn't be in that position to another person who shouldn't be in that position. You know, I want Jim Lee in charge of DC and drawing stuff, Mm. but that's just me. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people are super excited about this news. Yeah. I mean, he draws stuff. That's all I really,
1: I, he he writes some stuff too, but I don't know. We'll see how, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Jeff Johns also announced the, um,
0: that new comic imprint killing zone. So yeah, that was a big part of this. Him getting his own imprint to write comics. Yeah, and then um, there's a
1: couple couple books coming from him. Him and Fabok are working on that Three Jokers comics. So we'll finally figure out what the hell's going on there. Finally. <laughs> um, and then we're finally getting a Shazam book from Jeff Johns. Finally.
0: Yeah, and it's I guess only taken ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh he also like sent out to retailers and a bunch of other people. Like I want to know who the most obscure characters are in the DC universe. And that's who I want to use. Mm-hmm. So a um, Jeff Johns codpiece miniseries. I'm just saying. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> but B, like, that's what Jeff Johns does. That's what he's good at. Yeah. Like, Nobody, I understand they all had their fan bases and they existed for a reason, but yeah, that aside, nobody cared about Booster Gold before Jeff Johns. And Jeff Johns is the one that made Barry Allen flash who he is today. Mm -hmm. Like, he takes these characters that live in obscurity and just don't really have aren't as hugely popular as your Batmans, your Supermans, and so on, and make them cool, yeah. (laughs) So For him sure. doing this with Killing Zone, like I hope after these couple books, and you know he's a guy that can do three or four books, but that he does like pick at least one character and just be like, let's just revamp this character and do it like he did with Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he he made every I mean everybody care
1: about Booster Gold with the, with his with his series that he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's gonna be cool. Tom King and Clayman. Are making heroes in crisis event comic called uh, it? Yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I
0: mean, it's it's involving Booster Gold, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had this talk. I predicted it was going to be Tom King on the book. It was going to center around Booster Gold. So now, <laughs> if at San Diego Comic Con he announces a Booster Gold series coming after Heroes in Crisis, yeah. I I can predict the future. That's all I'm saying. You can you can, and I can finally get my Booster Gold book. <laughs> well, this is awesome. That's a great team up, and yeah. I'm excited to see them take on. Yeah, I mean, book. I'm going to talk about this week's Batman
1: book, and it's like, anyways, we'll we'll get to that. But um, DC announced the 100 page exclusive giant comics coming to Walmart, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's pretty I just, cool. I just did a video about this. I think this is huge.
1: Yeah. You? Yeah, I mean, first off, you're getting a huge major brand Walmart exclusivity to 100 page comic books like I'm going to go to Walmart for it. I'm I'm definitely going to Walmart to pick these up. And I hate Walmart.
0: I hate Walmart. Well, the thing is, is I I said in the video, like, and this is no offense to any comic shop, like we all obviously love our local comic shops. But the reality is Walmart's going to see more people in one day than most comic shops will see in probably months, if not a year. Yeah. And most likely sure. if they're doing this deal, there's going to be some sort of cardboard standout somewhere with the justice yep. league and teen Titans on it with oh, these yeah. books sitting there. Mm-hmm. So, and then on top of that, like they're bringing on their a game, they're bringing top talent to this project. I mean, Jimmy Palmiotti is doing two of the books. Yep. Um, Tom Durennick's doing art for one of them. Andy Kubert's doing art for one of them. Tom King's writing one of them. Which is crazy, because like
1: Andy yeah. Cooper hasn't done anything in a while. And like Tom King, man, come on. He is such a following. Yeah. This is crazy.
0: And then just to cap it off, Brian Michael Bendis is doing the Batman book. Yeah. Like what? This is huge. <laughs> it is huge. I know. Like when they when I first saw this, I was like, oh, okay, it'll be like Joe Blow writing all of these and some <laughs> Joe Joe new Blow artist, a Plastic Man,
1: Plastic Man. I don't know Killer Croc team up book or something.
0: Yeah, but they're bringing like a talent to a game talent to a list heroes. It's Superman, Batman, yeah. Justice League of America, and Teen Titans. Yeah, Teen Titans book. Anyways, I'm I know super
1: I'm. I'm picking them up for sure. And I think um, this is
0: huge for comic shops too. Yeah. I want to people that. Are Like,
1: where can I go to get the rest of this stuff?
0: Yeah. because they you're gonna be like, Oh, I like this. Like, I'm sure most of them will get it and never buy a comic again. Uh, I'm sure some of them will buy it and go to comicsology or midtown.com or something like that. Yeah. But then some are going to be like, I like this. And they're going to start looking up their local comic shops. And I'm sure they're going to see new customers because of this. I hope so. Um,
1: I know I'm going to pick it up. Donnie Cates and Jerry du- uh, Jerry Dugan are writing a new Thanos legacy comic, which, I mean, come on. Sure, take my money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, I'm sure Marvel's like, the numbers are in, and holy shit, we should
0: not have made this a miniseries. <laughs> well, I, I feel like this is the plan all along, because they ended the Thanos book, and now they're going the Cosmic Ghost Rider, and that ends, they're doing this. Yeah. And it all ties into Infinity War's. So, yes, I am in. That's awesome. More Donny yep. Cates.
1: Yeah, all the time. Um and now we're getting uh a Stranger Things comic which frankly is kind of uh took kind of long to come out. I figure I figured we would have had one out by now, but uh Jody Hauser and Stefano Martino are going to be writing the Stranger Things comic
0: book or writing a drawing. I still haven't watched a single second of Stranger Things. So, this dude, you going to watch you. it, man. Come on. I I keep wanting to and other things pop up but yeah uh it's oh. cool that's coming out though. You really need to watch it. Um
1: <laughs> yeah, and IDW announces Star Trek versus Transformers which is like dude, this is the crossover we need.
0: Yeah. I I put this in I mean I don't really care too much about either of these franchises like they're both yeah. kind of franchises I enjoy to the side but I just love IDWs doing all these amazing crossovers. And I want to see more of them because this sounds ridiculous. Yeah, because I mean, like, you know, the Transformers come from space and
1: Star Trek's, you know, exploring all these galaxies. They're bound to land on a a
0: planet where Megatron's chilling. <laughs> you know, like it was bound to happen, dude. And they've been done really well. I read the Transformers Rom crossover book it's just a lot of fun yeah and who's did they say who's writing this one they did not okay um
1: yeah it's exciting either way i remember when they did the green lantern star trek crossover i actually picked that up that was awesome i really enjoyed that um all right let's talk about stuff we read let's do it Let's do it. Uh, Batman number 49. 49, I believe. I got it right here. Uh, yep, 50 is the wedding, the next issue. But So uh, we got to see the interaction in the fight with Catwoman and Joker. It was nuts. Uh, basically, they both, like, mortally wound each other to where they, they both have to hold on to their wounds so they don't bleed out and the whole issue is just them laying there talking to each other while Batman's, like, knocked out. Um, the comic ends with Joker dying, and uh, Batman wakes up and he's like, oh, good, you're fine, and then she turns around and she's, like, laughing hysterically like the Joker. So he must have poisoned the bullet or something crazy like that. So what I want to happen out of this is I don't want, like... I don't know, I don't want i can see the story happening where, like yeah he's gonna cure catwoman they're gonna get married blah 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 i want this story to be like he can't he can't uh cure catwoman and he can't kill her either so she becomes the new joker and like just because of that fact like he can never kill her wouldn't that be the ultimate villain like it's genius tom king is a genius if he does this is all i'm gonna say (laughs) um yeah, uh, isn't there a rule in DC too where like Batman can't
0: be happy? Nobody can be happy. We talked about it before. Like nobody can be happy in the DC yeah. universe. So I I want to see him. Like I know it's kind of the cop out ending, but I would like to yeah. see the ending where they get married and see what that's like. Yeah, but I also want to see Catwoman as Joker. Yeah, I just I the only reason I don't think that'll happen is because there's a Catwoman solo book right now. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, get rid of that,
1: you know? (laughs) (laughs) Do this instead. Um, But, yeah, it was a really good issue, and Clayman's art is just, like, dude, that guy's on another level. Um, And then I I read uh, Plastic Man number one by Gail Simone. I believe that was last week, or two weeks ago. I'm sorry, that came out two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago, yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I read, like, everything together. That was actually pretty good. Um, you know, the classic Gail Simone writing where it's just the the person with the internal monologue more than like actual dialogue with other characters. Um, usually that gets old for me. I know it did with all new uh, Adam. I got kind of annoyed with the whole internal monologue thing. Um, with Plastic Man, it's f- it's fine, though, I think. I think it works better with his character. Because he's just like thinking about goofy stuff all the time um i I just i i feel like it works better with this character so it was cool to see like uh his origin story and that he's like we already get to see him as the as the hero and stuff that was pretty cool Uh, i also caught up on black hammer um which is like seeing seeing black hammer go to uh hell was pretty awesome where she like starts smashing demons and they're like, Oh, okay, we'll let you go. You could go just get out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to start smack killing people till uh, you let me out of here. And he's like, okay, just go. And then you're right. And then we get to see them show up at the, uh, basically the Sandman, right. They go to the dream world. Um, that was pretty cool. So you read age of doom number two. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what it's called. Black hammer. Age of doom is the new installment. And
0: you have not read age of doom. Number three. No, when did that come out? That came out this week. Yeah, that's. I haven't. I I only read Batman this week. I'll jump in on that just because it goes with it. But yeah, so they take that and she, like. She meets all the the Sandman esque heroes and then Uh goes around. Like, she finds this basically this hotel that has doors to different dimensions. And they even run into, like, the Sweet Tooth dimension. What? (laughs) Yeah, like, it's really cool. And, uh,. Um, the ending sets it up to move the story Forward from there I feel like these two issues were just like Jeff Lemire going I want to play with these Characters so I'm going to yeah. put her in hell And then I'm going to put her in the Sandman universe And then so yeah It was really good though issue 3 Yeah and the hell The hell
1: almost reminded me of Hellboy it's Like that style that red that vibrant red And like the the jagged Art they were definitely paying At his or home, home Yeah is that the word homage to? Yeah, to Hellboy for sure. Um, the book's a lot of fun. The art's great. Um, Hit Girl came out this week. I haven't read that. I got a couple books I got to read still. Gideon Falls number four by Jeff Lemire came out also. Um, and yeah, Jeff Lemire had two books this week. He had Gideon Falls number four and he had the new Hit Girl. Hit Girl in Canada. So I got to read that for sure. He's got two books next week too. Yeah, this guy's doing work, man. Yeah. I, I was surprised he had time to be on our show.
0: But yeah, that's all I got. Uh, what did you read? Okay, uh, I got just two more. Uh, Justice League number two came out this week. Oh, yeah, I got to read that too. Um, So it centers around, first, Lex Luthor and where he's at right now, and then also Jon Stewart and what's going on with him. And I don't want to spoil too much, but... Sinestro gets involved, and crazy shit happens. And we also learn that there's something going on with the Speed Force, and Barry's losing contact with it. Oh, that's geez. never happened before, right? Yeah, never. <laughs> and then uh, Man of Steel number four. Are you reading Man of Steel? No, I'm not. No. So, this whole issue is basically a fight between Superman and this uh, new villain who destroyed Krypton, Mm-hmm. And is uh, trying to eradicate the universe of all Kryptonians. And it's pretty much a, a big fight where Superman's having this internal monologue of like, you know, what is he doing? Why are, you know, we need to get him out of here and realizing that this guy is stronger and smarter than he is, and how he's going to deal with that. And then they keep hinting to this backdrops or backstory of why Lois and uh, Superboy are no longer around. Mm hmm and it turns out that i talked about this with travis back 4 weeks ago when he was on the show how i really wanted bendis to bring in um jorel into the yeah. story well mm-hmm. it turns out that jorel came to earth and took them uh, and that's why so. they're not around so green lantern gets involved and because basically this villain wins and knocks out uh, Superman, mm-hmm. and he wakes up to just destruction in Metropolis, and isn't sure why he ran away. Well, he ran away because he went to the Fortress Solitude uh, to destroy that a little bit more. And they oh. end on this whole back and forth of them talking about Jor-El and Krypton and what happened. And then it looks like Superman used his like whatever that what, solar flare ability. Oh yeah, or he could like flash people. Yeah, because the last panel is literally just a giant explosion. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, dude, the the book's been awesome. I mm-hmm. I really enjoy it, and I can't wait to see what he has in store for the Superman number one action 101, or 1001. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be getting that book. Um, I I forgot about the Man of Steel one, so I'm probably just going to try to pick that up and trade when it's all completed. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So uh, that's all I had. So, Mike, where that's can fun. everybody find you on the internet? I'm a uh, Fortress Ricker
1: on the Twitter. That's me, back in the states. So maybe I'll be tweeting some more too. Hopefully.
0: Oh yeah. And Where can, you can they find me, you, Chris? They can find me at Fortress Chris on Twitter, and uh, you know, find the show at FCN underscore official on Twitter, FortressComicNews.com, dot com, YouTube dot com slash Fortress Comic News. All those fun places. Um, remember, you're on YouTube. Uh, like, subscribe, share comment below, do all that stuff uh, helps with the algorithm crap. And uh, if you're listening on podcast service, like iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, the more reviews, the higher up the rankings we get on iTunes and then more yes. people can listen The then more people will contact me. So I can do less work and I yes. like less work.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Everybody would, but, uh, but yeah, leave us a review because it does help get us out to more ears and, uh, grow the show. And, um, Yeah, that's all I got. So thanks for listening. See you next week, guys.
2: Bye.